Hey, Metalhead, this is Schmier from Destruction, and you're listening to Michael with Sonic Perspective, the best fucking metal. Michael the Metal Angel speaking to the one and only Schmear from Destruction and several other bands. Uh, and it's an honor to be speaking about your brand new Destruction album called Born to Perish. Yeah, thank you. Looking forward, man. It's exciting. It's coming out soon, so we're getting close. So uh, I looked up recently. Are you no longer with Panzer? Yeah, you know, the problem was that uh, Panzer took a lot of time. And it was very difficult to come together for a playing because everybody's so busy, you know, everybody has, uh, has stuff to do and, uh, it was just impossible to do something. And, uh, it was the time when Destruction also had a split, you know, a drummer left and I felt the band needs me and, uh, I had to stop Panzer. As much fun as it was, you know, Destruction is my, band is my life it's my destination and uh, i had to make a cut for for the for destruction to uh, you know to keep this alive and uh, it was it wasn't easy but sometimes you have to do decisions you know right well and you put out two quality albums with with panzer and obviously destruction like you said has been your life and been your focus for almost four decades so how did you get randy black to be your new drummer i mean randy I, I followed Randy since many years. He's uh, one of my favorite drummers. First time I saw him with Annihilator, I fell in love with his playing. You know, he plays so tight, but still so physical and so, you know, so powerful. And uh, we asked Randy in 2011 already when we were looking for a drummer uh, if he would like to join us. But it, at this time, he was still playing with Primal Fear, and it was kind of a difficult situation. So we didn't want to steal him from Primal Fear. And But we talked, and... Uh, we stayed in touch and that, uh, we had this tour with Sepultura some years ago in the States. Some people might remember and Randy helped us out on that tour because, uh, Barbara at this time became a father again and, uh, his second child was coming. So he stayed home and Randy helped us out on this tour and, you know, we, we kept in touch. And, um, now that we were looking for a drummer again, we called Randy and said, Hey, can you help us out? We're having all those festivals and all those tours and we didn't want to cancel anything. And, uh, yeah, he helped us out and it, it went really good and, uh, everybody loved him and, uh, he stayed basically. Yeah. His drumming sounds amazing on Born to Perish. Yeah. It's interesting. Primal Fear kind of got, have that rotating drummer lineup too. And yeah, when he was in Primal Fear, I can see that he wanted to stick with that. Uh, with, <laughs> with Headhunter, you have an amazing album called Bizarre Guarding Accident, which alludes to the spinal tap thing about how one of the drummers <laughs> exactly. died. Exactly. All those drummers, all those fucking drummers, yeah. <laughs> so okay, so Vaver had it became a father again, so he decided to focus on family. That makes sense. Um, and like you said, you've had Jameer in the band for a while, but this is the first actual physical recording with him, and this is the first time you've had a four a four lineup since the '80s with uh, release from Agony, correct? Yeah, I mean the, the band uh, when the band was without me in the '90s, they were also with two guitars, you know. So 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 tech so technically to be correct. Uh, this is the first Destruction album with two guitars since 24 years or so, 25, something like this, yeah. 
Well, I only consider destruction with you. I don't really focus on the uh, human cannibal stuff. No offense to Mike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you. No. Yeah, but ba you're basically right. I mean, the real destruction sound, uh, uh, the last album we did was uh, actually Crack Brain with two guitars when Harry was still in the band. and uh, But I wasn't anywhere anymore. But, um, yeah, it was, you know, we were looking for this for, for a long time, for the right guy, for the right moment. We talked about the second guitar since, uh, I don't know, seven, eight years, but he didn't have the right guy. We talked to some players, we tried some stuff, and we also invited Damir on the last album, uh, Under Attack. He played some solos already, so we tested him out, and we knew how good he was, and um, yeah, we just waited for the right timing, and yeah, actually now that he's in the band, it feels amazing, and uh, I wish we would have done it earlier, but you know, sometimes you need the time to make sure you do the right decisions, and the uh, timing was right now, so fantastic. Well, it's interesting you mentioned uh, you, you mentioned the uh, crack brain because, like you say, you weren't in the band, even though that's a great album. But actually, you've had Vo from Poltergeist play solos with you for quite a while, right? On several albums. Yeah, because he, he's the producer of the band, and uh, he's one of my best friends. Uh, we recorded so many albums at his studio, and uh, he's a, he's a close guy. And uh, you know, when uh, we're in the studio and we're jamming, and it's always fun. And you have a second guitar, so we all contributed a couple of solos. And uh, also, not to forget to mention old Drake from Evile. Yeah, exactly. He was top of the list. He uh, all was all was very close being a second destruction guitar player for a while. Uh, we invited him a couple of times uh, to play on the albums. Uh, but then he became a father too. You know, it's kind of uh, it's not so easy when you have a family. You know, this that's that's why Mike and me. We're doing, we're doing this uh, strong because we have no kids, you know. Uh, we have decided to go this way, and it's easier to, to keep the band together when you're touring and everything, and you have no, no family at home because when you have kids, you want to be with the kids, you know. You want to raise your kids. It's understandable. Absolutely. And you've also had guitar solos from former Destruction Harry. He's joined in and done solos as well too, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he did some solos on, uh, on several albums, and he's playing music again also. I mean... Uh, we were in touch for a while, and uh, and um, he, he wasn't do doing so good for a while. Also, he had some problems uh, with his health, and and uh, we tried to help him a little bit, you know, coming back into music business, playing the guitar again. You know, he's a guitar nerd also, so uh, he kind of gave up playing. So we tried to bring him back into playing, and uh, we, we invited him for some solos. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's fun to have a lot of guitars on a metal album, and... Uh, we were missing that and uh, also missing the fact that we, when we have two guitars live, it's also, it's not just more power, it's more variety, it's, it's more harmony, it's, it's also the double shred solos, the double leads and everything. I was missing that. Now that we have it again, it's like, it feels so natural and so good. Absolutely. Now, did you guys ever play any reunion shows with Harry live on stage? Yeah, we invited him for a couple of shows. Um, he was in the Wacken 2007 video. That's also, we have this anniversary video, 2007 in Wacken, uh, where he plays with us. And uh, he also had a, we had a 25 years uh, anniversary also where we invited him. So uh, he was he was there for a couple of shows uh, playing with us, but he's not uh, he's not able to play like tours or right, right. You know, do like do like constant musician live. It's uh, I remember when Mike broke his hand. 
a couple of years ago, Mike couldn't play a show in Portugal with us, and he had, he had a hand, broken hand. I asked Harry uh, if he could jump in and help us out because he he knows a couple of songs, you know, he played them for years, and that would have been an easy solution for us. But uh, he kind of couldn't do it. He was afraid to join us on stage. He loved pressure after all those years, and you know, being only one guitar player is not so easy, you know. So. Um, I'm happy for him he plays guitar again. He has a band doing it for a hobby, you know, but he's playing again, which is which is a good thing. You should show him the cover of Live Without Sense where he's a little marionette, where he's playing guitar. <laughs> 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 All right, so getting to Born to Perish with the brand new album. Uh, is this your th third for Nuclear Blast? Um I don't know how many albums we did for Nuclear Blast. I have to count, actually. It's 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 a, it's a lot of them. We did we did four albums in between uh, our years in Nuclear Blast for AFM Records. Uh, yeah, AFM was uh, a lot, right? I remember that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, Blast is our home. It feels home. It feels right. Yeah, because you did when you, when you came back to the band, you were on Nuclear Blast, and you guys put yeah. out a couple albums, and then you jumped to AFM, and now you're. I met with back since you've been back with Nuclear Blast. I, my, on my count, I think it's four. At least it might be three. Um, no, it's four. <laughs> but either way, well, I, it's it's easier. I can go in our discography and have a look real quick. But uh, yeah, it's uh, we did the first one in in '99. All hell breaks loose. Right, all hell breaks loose. Right, followed by followed by Antichrist. Followed by yeah, uh, Metal Discharge. So let, right, so right. Let's call, let's call it Nuclear Blast album. One, two, three albums, and those are AFM. And here we go back four, five, six. This uh, album, studio album number seven, or with the trash anthems number nine, eight. Well, yeah, yeah, and, trash anthems. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to, yeah. And also we did the DVD and a live album, and uh, actually two DVDs, but one is was an AFM. So yeah, yeah. So you know, Little Blast feels like our home. It's. Uh, it's been a great work with them. They let us do what we want to do. They don't push us in any corners or telling us what to do. It's perfect. That's awesome. And yeah, and obviously both Panzer albums were at Nico Blast. Okay, so getting to the new album, uh, you know, you just did a video right now for, oh God, hold on, don't tell me. Um, Beach Betrayal, Betrayal. Yeah, I know. I yeah, trying, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. Try, I'm trying to do all this off the top of my head, Smear. Oh uh, yeah, for Betrayal, <laughs> right. right. Um, so how did that come about? Um, you know, nowadays the promotion for an album is, is a crazy adventure you have to do so much stuff it's not just doing interviews like back in the day it's it's uh, creating all those videos and video clips and, uh, and trailers and interview trailers and track by track trailers and uh, it's a lot of work but uh, when it came to, to finally the idea to do a video clip like a main performance video clip uh, the song Betrayal was my favorite because it you know it kind of stands for Destruction 2019. It has a very catchy chorus, but it's a very heavy song, uh, very cool riffs. It, it's it's kind of, uh, you know, shows the strength of the band really good. And, of course, it, uh, you know, Betrayal is, uh, is something that we could catch really good in a video clip. You know, you want to have a video clip that's a little more different, like not such classical metal clip. It has to be a little more... Art, artistic, you know, a little more deep, and of course, we all have dealt with betrayal before, right? It's a, it's a thing that, it's a thing that you have to experience in life, and it, it's a bitter pill to swallow, and that's why, why it was a great thing to do a video. Okay. 
you have to remember the previous album, which I loved, was Under Attack, although I never understand that video at all. <laughs> the whole guy with the suitcase and the bomb and didn't really fit. But um, did, you guys didn't actually do a lyric video this time. This went straight. The first video was just Betrayal, right? No, the first video this time was Born to Perish. Uh, we did a visual we did a visualizer, yeah, that is kind of a, that's kind of a, you know, lyrics video have one problem, that people don't focus on the song, you know. When you, when you have the lyrics, people start to complain about the lyrics and about other things, but they don't focus on the song. So the new thing that labels do is visualizers, which is like kind of you visualizing the song uh, in pictures, you know. And uh, then people can, can focus better on the music and they don't complain about the lyrics. And uh, it's a good thing to do. And uh, yeah, Born to Perish, the visualizer, had very good reactions. Uh, maybe the best reactions we had in, in many years on, on the new track. So, uh, so it was good. And there will be another visualizer coming out when the album is out on the 9th of August. Uh, will be the song uh, inspired by death. Uh, will be the basically the third official video for the album. Okay. Um, and what are some of your favorite songs off the new album? For me personally, Fatal Flight 17, Rat Catcher. Uh, like you said, born to perish. Those are some, and and yeah, betrayal. Now I got betrayal playing in my head. I could hear you, hear your chorus going in there. Okay, what are some of the, your favorite? Songs <laughs> the I'm trying to do this yeah. off the top of my head. You know me. I don't like to use anything. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, you know I, I feel the same way. The, the songs you mentioned are songs that that sound great. Also, in the live situation, uh, we we will test all those songs in the, in the rehearsal room and the live situation as well. We have already played born to perish live a couple of times. Uh, we now, uh, next week, we will add Betrayal to the set list, also for the next festivals. And uh, we're going to test the songs and see what the fans think also. I think uh, for us as a band, it's important that when we play the song, you've got to feel the magic, you've got to feel the, the mojo, you know. And uh, that's usually how we do it. But we will also ask the fans on, the, on our media sites uh, which songs they like the best. And then we're going to find out. This is going to be a very difficult one because I think this album features like six, seven amazing songs that we all could play live, you know, but uh, I think, uh, you know, it's going to be difficult to play more than five new songs live, you know, so we have to see. Absolutely. I know when we hung out on 70, the very first 70,000 tons of uh, Metal Cruise and stuff, you had just released a video for Carnivore, and I've actually gone back and revisited that. Pretty interesting lyrics there. Um, did you write all the lyrics again for Born to Perish? Yeah, yeah, I'm the singer, and uh, I write the lyrics. Uh, I, I think it's always weird when the singer doesn't write the lyrics because you have to express yourself. You have to, you know, you have to kind of put your, all your all your feelings into the song, and then uh, that's why I, I personally, if, if if Mike would ask me to write lyrics, I would say, "Fuck off!" You know, let me write the lyrics. I'm the singer. You know, <laughs> I. I we, Mike wrote some lyrics actually back in the day. He did Matt Butcher lyrics and some other stuff. So uh, he did some good stuff for the band also. But I think for me, it's you know, lyrics are something that I like to write because I'm a singer. I, I need to feel it and I need to express it. And meanwhile, I always have fun writing lyrics. Uh, it wasn't always like this. Sometimes I had to uh, force myself. Now lyrics come really naturally. I sit down. I I get some inspiration. I write down some notes before. And then usually the lyrics are coming really like naturally out of me and and I feel comfortable writing them also. And it's a good way, it's a good therapy also for yourself, you know, to ease your brain and uh, and get your expression out and, you know, talk about the world of today and talk about feelings. And, you know, we have some emotional songs on the album like Fatal Flight, which is about uh, this plane crash or this plane that got shut down over the Ukraine, which 
which had a, a, a friend's best friend on board also. And um, the song like um, uh, Inspired by Death is the song that I wrote when some of my best friends died. Within a week, I had three dead friends and two of them were musicians. And uh, Inspired by Death, when I wrote the lyrics, really helped me to get over it, you know, helped me to to deal with the pain and the and loneliness of the moment. And the song is still positive in the message, you know, like live your life to the max and enjoy, you know, because that's all you can do anyways. So the lyrics are personal and, uh, you know, uh, we're not a band that sings about um, gore or rainbows, you know. We like we like to sing real stuff. Right. Is Butcher, Butchered for Life then kind of like a theme of the band since you have Mad, like you said, Mike wrote Mad Butcher, and you've had all the, the, the Butcher Strikes Back and all this. Is that kind of like Butcher for Life, kind of like the, the symbolism of the band for the, for the past four decades? Yeah, it is. You know, it's, uh, uh, as you don't have to butcher on the cover, really, uh, I, I felt the need to to put some lyrics down in the way, you know, to remember the Butcher because it's, it's a trademark for the band. Uh, the fans really love it. And of course, butcher, butcher for Life is a message also, you know, because uh, the Butcher will always be with us as a trademark, you know, and uh, and uh, the song is a little bit different than the rest, more like a kind of rechecked emotions part two, you know. Uh, oh, right, right, you know, right. We, we want to write something that, uh, that you can hear that we have two guitars again with acoustic guitars and more melodic solos and little progressive elements and something different than the rest because the album is like brutal, fast and dark and Butcher for Life is a song that is a little bit different than the rest. Now, now, over a decade ago, you guys did Alliance of Hellhounds, which was amazing because you had Messiah Marklin, you had Doro, you had so many, you, you had uh, Speed from uh, Soil Work. Is there ever a chance we might get Alliance of Hellhounds too with like some of the newer artists, like you say, with the guys from Evil or something like that? Mm, thanks for the inspiration. I would think about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's something I, n- I never thought about, but, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be a good idea to do this again. I have to say it was an amazing experience to invite some of my favorite singers and some of my friends to an album to show unity, you know, because uh, it was from a melodic singer to a black metal singer. Everything was on one track. There's yes, something that never right. Yeah, right, right. Something that, ne- something that never happens, you know. And it was a special a special treatment for myself also uh, to do this experience, have this experience. And who knows, maybe one day we're going to have a chance to do this again. It was actually a lot of work also, you know. Uh, I mean, nowadays technology is even better, so it would be a little bit easier, I think. But uh, we recorded some guys really in weird places, you know, a bit from Saxon. We recorded right after his show in Italy right. in uh, in the toilet, you know. So it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it was an interesting experience, you know. But, uh, yeah, thanks for the idea. Maybe one day uh, I should do a second one. Absolutely. We loved it. And we haven't heard of Zion Marklin in so long. We'd love to hear him back. All right. Oh man, I, I talked to him lately, and uh, you know he's always telling me he's doing a, a solo album, but it never happens. It's so sad because he's he's one of the best voices ever in fucking in metal and, and doom, of course. Uh, right. So it, hopefully he will do another album one day. Yeah, I heard last I heard he was going to do a Mercy reunion because obviously not Candlemas, but I heard maybe he was going to do Mercy reunion, but that has fizzled too. So yeah. Yeah, so, somehow uh, I have the feeling you know Messiah needs a kick in the butt. You know, As, you know it was always life. Uh, we did that from Candlemas, but somehow it didn't get along that well, and you oh, know yeah. that's why I split up. But uh, without life kicking his butt, uh, Messiah seemed to not getting stuff together. It's kind of sa- sad, you know, because he's such a humongous talent. Absolutely. And uh, and the people would really love to hear another album with him. And uh, every time I see him, I say, "Hey, man, I loved 
love to great to see you again and I want to fucking hear a new album when is it coming and all, and all the time he's like oh it's coming soon I'm working on it but it never happens I just got an Ancient Dreams t-shirt uh, about a month ago and it's just like people are just now still hearing Cam these kids are still hearing Cannibals for the first time not knowing what it was like to first hear that band from Sweden in the, in the mid 80s unlike anything you ever like you say Power Doom there wasn't even other than Trouble there just wasn't that style now Shamir we always have you pick a song from the new album for the fans to hear, maybe one they already have heard, or your personal pick, what would you choose for us to play uh, from the new album, Born to Perish? Yeah, I mean, now that people heard uh, Betrayal already, they heard um, the title track, and uh, they will hear um, Inspired by Death soon, because it's the third single and the third video. So let's play something else, maybe a song that means a lot to me, uh, like you do mention it also, a song called Fatal Flight 17. Right. A, song, a song about this passenger plane that got uh, shot down over the Ukraine with a, with a missile. Um, I think, listen to the ending, it really gives it a chill. So I think this is a really cool oh, track. Absolutely. And did that was that thought inspired when you covered the Gary Moore song on the uh, Panzer album, also about a plane crash? Or Yeah, I mean, the Gary Moore song never really left me. It was a very inspirational song for me. And, uh, and to cover it with Panzer was a great challenge for me because I... I think Gary Moore was one of the best musicians ever recorded hard rock, you know, as a guitarist and as a singer, amazing. So it was a big challenge to do, and and uh, the song always gave me the chills because of the lyrics. And uh, when this plane crash happened and my friend's friend was involved uh, and I investigated about everything, I, I just had the need to write about something like this again, you know, in, in the in the in the same way Gary Moore did, you know, and uh, hopefully people will have also... Uh, um, kind of a, a good feeling when they hear the song, you know, uh, in, in a positive way because it's a negative happening. But the lyrics, hopefully, uh, you know, remember the people, remember those people who died, and give uh, give some give some mental help also to the people that left behind. You know, the the widow of my friend uh, is really looking forward to to get the CD because uh, she knows that we appreciate. Her husband, and it's something for the after, for the afterlife, you know. Also to to to, uh, to pay tribute, you know. So I'm lucky we did it. It's it's a it's a deep meaning, and even like Randy, my drummer, he it's one of his favorite songs. He says, "Man, I still get the chills when I listen to the song," you know, because it's it's going deep. That's cool. Absolutely. When I first played Born to Perish, even though it was digital, I was streaming. That was the first song that stuck with me. Instantly, it evoked that actual tragedy historically happening. I knew exactly what that song was about. And then you're right. You got chills. It's exactly the best way to describe it. You got you got those goosebumps that just that just took over your whole body. And you're like, wait a minute, what's going on? And so that's that's a sign of good songwriting, good musicianship and good lyrics. So I want to finish this by saying thanks for listening to this wonderful interview with, with Schmier. And myself, the Metal Angel, I want to invite you guys to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Check out our YouTube. Check out our website at www.sonicperspectives.com. And Shmir, thank you for everything. And for all our fans out there, stay metal. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. And uh, let me add that uh, we're going to come back to the States early next year. Also, we didn't forget America. So check out the new album and see you hopefully soon. Amen to that. Rock on. All right. Rock on, man. Thanks, my friend. Bye, Michael. Due to restrictions with unreleased material prior to the album street date, unfortunately, we won't be able to play the song Fatal Flight 13. Instead, we leave you with one of the singles, the new video, This Is Betrayal.